gifts and regard gifts into you in regards to giving, mm-hmm. you are going to go over the threshold, but you have to be in control of how much of that threshold you will control. go over. That's you a have big to thing. control yourself. Have That's to. right. So self control is self-control. one of the biggest things when it comes to self love and to giving. Because before you give to anyone, you have to go down in prayer to ask and make sure that God is giving you That's what the right resources out. that you need to give to this person. That's what straightens me out. I literally used to cry because I had nothing. And I, I, I literally gave everything of mine away. And so um, I had to get in prayer. I had to ask God, God, please. Because first I said, I'm changing. I'm not giving nobody nothing. from Because I, I was angry. I was angry. That was the wrong answer. So I had to get in prayer and ask God to, to discern who I need to help. Because God made me this way. He made me compassionate, caring. He made me a giver. I'm a giver. But I had to learn. Because baby, honey, you'll find yourself somewhere all alone with nothing. We're not, we're not going there. That's unhealthy. That's unhealthy. And if anybody want to know, anybody's out there who's giving so much that they're giving themselves away, that's unhealthy. You heard it from Tori, okay? It's unhealthy. It is unhealthy. Because you... <clears throat> A lot of our lives that we live, we live it haphazardly. And I'll say that because... Honesty. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We don't want to research and download any information over the fact of what somebody told us or what the first line said. If it if you feel as if it has um, satisfied your ability to know about mm-hmm. this subject or this thing. So first off, into loving yourself, which is going to attach to the first segment, mm-hmm. is that you need to learn how to research you. Those lists that you made in the beginning, you have to learn how to research you. What do they mean? Mm-hmm. What does Wikipedia say? What does Google say? How, you know, if you put the word in Google, how many articles did you read? Did you match yourself up what makes makes you feel good when you absolutely read something about that to comes to yourself? You go to the library, but but in an instant, you need answers right now. So when you need answers right now about yourself, you need to learn, okay, giving. What does that consist of, okay? So Google says giving is providing love or other, or other emotional support of caring, right? Love and other emotional support of caring. That's what they consider to have as giving. There's many, many, there's many, many descriptions of giving. Absolutely. Freely transferring position of something to somebody, hand it over to someone out of love, right? So that could be a car. God said, give your car away. And he can say that to you if you are living your life in the positions to where that's a provision that you can actually give to and, and it won't harm your life. When you connect it to God when it comes to your giving, then, yeah, you can have a full car, and he'll tell you to give it away. You might not want to, but you'll look like, oh, I got four cars. Why would I be able to give out the first one I ever had? I didn't have that already. Somebody else needs it. Because so the you difference have to, is, is don't, your neighbor got four cars. Every week he's in a DUI accident. Right. And now he's going to wreck the fourth one, and now he, and he wants needs your car. That's not now. it. It's discernment now. from God on who he <laughs> gives you. Right. You have to have, you have to grow your life to an abundance so God can use you to give people where he where yeah. he wants you to give him yeah. and okay? sometimes giving don't mean money it can mean no. time it can mean it, it's love compassion yeah yeah so tell you what you, your definition yep. because that's that's what it is so wikipedia says a habit of giving freely without expecting anything in return charity giving of help to those in need not related to the giver mm. 
I am going to give to you what I don't need because that's why God gave it to me is to give it to, to you. Give it to you. The criteria is that the giver is connected to God, which God precedes you. You're working on your self-love. You're being honest with yourself every week. You're loving on yourself. You're, you're becoming more Profitably every month. Yeah. You're working on yourself every month. You, your self-love includes how much of yourself is God Ooh, wanting honey. you to give. Because if you give it all away, do you find yourself having feeling empty? Like you have nothing to love on your self-love journey. Um, I know people out there who don't mind asking people for something on a constant Consistently. basis. It's what they do. Yep. Me, I took everything personal. Oh, God, I want me to this person. I, I really, it was really unhealthy. Like, mm -hmm. oh, they're not going to make it mm -hmm. if I don't help. Yes. That's, I had to get out of that. Let me tell you, that's, that's to my next point. People give to giveable people. But we, the unhealthy givers, <laughs> give to those who don't deserve it. Mm. But we get mad at the people who stand and say, I don't care if he is going to live in his car. I'm not giving him nothing. Oh, honey. And I know Why? the people. Because I know the folks. I keep riding I... past McDonald's and Zaxby's <laughs> and every every place in there hiring. So why should I go work all these hours and you sit at home, roll out of bed at 12, do whatever you want to do. Blowing green every day. All day long. You can do what you want to in that instance. So we'll get you Your that life. too. Your life. But, and then you want me to help you. And and we, and us givers who do it without uh, letting God precede us in it, we'll think, oh my God, he just won't help. Until that person misuses your help. And then you'll realize that, oh my God, that was just a misuse. That wasn't yeah. something that needed to be happening. I got another misuse. So, so, so on that down. thing, you have to learn how to give to giveable people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that means that that person, even though they're on their last, would give their last to someone else. And you know this. Yeah. And even if that person don't have anything to give, you can tell the charitable, uh, 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 their charitable spirit in their heart, that's a giveable person. If a lot of times you say, okay, these homeless people, they be on the side of the road, they be asking for money and all this type of stuff, and you see it on the movies where they take off their coat and then they get in a Rolls Royce, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's not something. That happens, though. It does happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. So you have to make a decision. Are you going to give to the people on the side of the road? Or are you not going to give to the people on the it's side of the road? It's a way to give, too. I think she's going to get into that. Yes. There's a way to give to those type of people. If Because the thing is, is you can't discern what they're going to do because you might miss blessing the right person. So if you Yeah, because by, you'll be blessing this person. Right. Let me let me just give you a quick example okay. of another unhealthy give. Um, you, got a, you got a friend. Or let's say you got a family member. I'm just going to use myself. So I have a family member, right? We both got jobs, right? We both got to work, right? So you know when you have a job, you gotta have money. You gotta have a budget because you gotta have enough gas for the week. Yeah. Money for lunch every day. Like yep. normal people, don't get me. I'm not not coming from no for nobody, but we just budget so I can make sure I got this much so I can get through my week and get to the next payday. Yes. Now mind you, I had a family member, right? I'm. We both got the same job. Stuff is tight. We it's tight right now. So I see my family member. They don't partied all weekend. Now, this Friday, we got work Monday. They departed all weekend. I see them blowing green. I can't afford it. Smoke, drinking beer. I'm like, wow, they, you know, 
they must be doing their thing. You know, mm-hmm. me, I can't afford it. I got already budgeted. So I'm just going to chill here on the weekend because I can't afford it. Maybe next weekend. Monday come, they need a ride. What? Huh? Um, see, that's what unhealthy people do. It's not making you angry. Yeah. Because it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've been partying all, all night. Weekend. All weekend. I saw you Friday night, Saturday night. On Sunday, you watch football, had the guys over, it was smoke all in the air. Monday morning, you need... Now, now your emergency is my emergency. That's what really gets in depth with unhealthy. Because now you're at my door. I'm getting ready to go. So then, my unhealthy self would say, help them, because they're such a need. How are they going to get to work? How are they going to make their money? They might get fired. No. Um, I'm not doing it. Don't do it, guys. Let them suffer. Let them suffer the consequences. Dr. Phil saying, I hate to go back to him. You choose the action you're choosing. You're consciously choosing the consequence. That was deep, wasn't it? You, let me tell you something. <laughs> but that's the way we were bred. We were bred, I'm going to live. For the moment? For the moment. <gasps> and then we that's and so everybody wrong. else yeah. around like us, we're going to take care of each other. And, and granted, that was no. a time and a place for, that was a time and a place for that. In the 70s, in the 60s, in the 70s, and even kind of like in the 80s, there was a time and a place for you to be just who you are and somebody will pick up the slack for you because that's just the way the black communities had to work. When I when I grew up, we every weekend, matter of fact, in the summertime, every night, we stayed across the street from the projects. We lived in the houses, that's the, the projects across the street. Every project house, somebody was, everybody was outside. It's three, four card tables going along the line. The houses, we just got, because it was people in an abundance back then. So it was people in every house hanging on the corner, or hanging on the corner, hanging on the, ca- on, the, on, the, on the patio, hanging everywhere. Every house had plethora of people in their yard, kids playing in the street. Every, it was just a lot of noise, people going by, and all of that type of stuff. You know, back then we had more kids. Right. So all we did was take care of each other because we had nowhere else to go. Nobody was, you know, graduating from high school all the time and getting a good job and moving out and doing all that. We all was we all was conditioned to stay in our area, like the crab effect, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So we tend to have learned that it don't matter that Johnny gonna get drink gonna get drunk all day and he gonna be around here acting a fool all all day, all weekend long. And he's going to need a ride to work on Monday because somebody's going to take him to work on Monday. Yeah, somebody going to get up and take him. See, this is the, you know that's, what I'm that's, that's, that, that's the way we lived. And we carried that type of buffoonery around in our lives because we had, that's the comfort zone. That's what makes us feel It also made Johnny not responsible for his actions. It also made Johnny not responsible for his actions and everybody else, including us. Because we weren't responsible for saying no. We were responsible for saying yes. We were responsible for giving it up. We were responsible for, you know, still bathing them in this cloak of love that was really false because me giving you everything and allowing you to destroy your life is not really love. It's clearly dysfunction. That is aiding and abetting. (laughs) Aiding and abetting what? Go ahead. Aiding and abetting laziness. I'm the... No, my daughter just told me I am done. Look, (laughs) I 
my daughter calls me an enabler. I don't get upset. It just depends if the, if, if the act if 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 whatever I'm doing if it tra- strikes strikes my heart and it makes me feel a certain type of way and I feel threatened then I don't care what the situation is I'm gonna do it. Yeah. It's still enabling. I don't care what you say and I I, I get it a little flared up. But if it's something that's that's in my heart that really I'm like okay if I hadn't done this this right there could have happened because we always have that. Oh my God. He told me to come pick him up. Now I'll never see him again. Oh, see, that's you know what I'm saying. That's being held emotionally hostage. That's being held emotionally hostage, and you only you only give people two or three of those in their <laughs> lifetime with you. You only get you you like these agencies are. You got one payment. You got one, one payment, payment reversal. You got one thirty. With, with, you only get one a year. <laughs> my kids know they only get one a year. So if you pull me out of my no, you put yourself in that situation. I don't care. And this is your one phone. time. This is your one. And, and, and you, I'ma say, okay, Alex, you want to use your one time? Yes, I do. You won't get no more this year. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna come get you because I sure don't want you to go to jail. Right. That's the last time you're gonna hear me say that. But you not go. You not go. Hold it, me. No, I know people literally be like, my. Um, remember the dude on uh, Jungle Fever? Remember, remember Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Remember when his mama house? You don't want me to go. You not whole woman over the head, do you? Don't you want me to do, do I do it? Come and do it. What you gonna do? I, I do yes. it. Well, I do it. Why don't you go ahead right now? <laughs> go knock that lady over the head. And get this over with. That's more functional. I'll call the police so they <laughs> want to take a long time. So you so you can so you can't run off. <laughs> you gonna suffer the consequences. I'm 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 okay. Yes, this time you is because you use your one time. Yeah, yeah. This time if you, I you catch you back up. over to this girl house again. <laughs> Popped off your one. I'm going to tell you. Do what you need to do. No, no, no. I'm going to take all your stuff and put it in the yard. Because there's no sense in us keep on going through this, you know. We're going to have a savage button. Every time some savage stuff. Savage. I'm savage. savage. (laughs) Let me see you with her again. And you will no longer have a place to live. And you grown and got a place to live to get you from A to B. Whatever life is serving you up and you need some rescue, need some whatever. Okay, fine. But if you do that again, you about to be homeless. And guess what? I already gave you your one, so you know I'm freaking serious. Yep. The one is gone. That's how you trust. That's how you train people to be. Yeah. To be good stewardess of your giving, because your circle, like we learned before, is as small as you can get it to maximize how much you give to somebody. Let me tell you go how a little I look deeper. at that. I'm gonna go deeper. I have have always understood that I am in control of 100% of my life. The part that God gives me, right? That's 100% mine. 95 of that life is mine. 5% belongs to the people that I put in my circle. 5%, I have my mother, my sister, my kids, that's four, my grandkids, that's seven, I have some, you know, nieces and nephews, some cousins and stuff that I, I am, you know, in long distance type of uh, 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 connections with. But they all have their own 5%. My daughter maxes out her 5%. At the beginning of the month. <laughs> she, she, she maxes out her 5% because she only uses me for one specific thing. So that means that within her 5%, she gets 100% of me, right? So my son is really laid back. He may only use 1% of his 5%. So when he don't have a car or something goes wrong with his car, I may 
drive him back and forth to work every day and to somebody else and be like, oh, he's calling him. Well, not really. That's how much of his five, that's what he puts on his that's five what, that's his 5% for me. That he, makes sense. He don't go over it because I'm not going to let you. I yeah. don't have room for it. That other 95% is mine. I have one daughter that is living her life. She lives out of state, and she doesn't require any to, to merely all, any of her 5%. Now, I love me because this is what we're going back and figuring out how to get to love. Nobody gets her 5%, and she don't accumulate 5%. Yeah. When she gets back into the fold and she learns how to draw off of her 5% in my life, I will give her 100% of her 5%. Mm-hmm. Right? There's 10 people in my life that I really, really, really fuzz around and be in. They all get 5%. They do not hold 50% of my life. I hold 95 which includes my relationship with God, my relationship that that in the person that I want to be with my children and my grandchildren, the way I eat, how I take care of my skin, when I work out, how much water I drink, uh, how I treat the people that I come in contact with, who I give to, who I don't mm-hmm. give to, who I talk to, how many right. conversations do, how many, well, as, as long as you've known me, does my phone ring a lot? No. How long have you known me? Shoot, over 10 years. Do, does my friend, does my phone interfere with anything we ever have going on? Because that's a non-negotiable. Don't keep calling me see, I, I, when I you have get, time to freaking pray about it. I really want to get. I really want to get deep with that because um, when you basically say that that you don't let people get too far in your life, this is to get more than five percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm working to create that boundary because which goes with boundaries. Because the reason why I say that is because um, it's a person in my life. That people, um, the same people we have around us, same people around them, the same people around me, they don't ask them for anything. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because they don't play that. No. Me, I'm the go-to. Because guess what? I'd be like, oh, I'm guys, I'm going to really work hard. Y'all going to see me really working hard to change that about myself. Yeah. Um, Because (laughs) then I found out, let's get a little deeper. Then I found out that the same thing you asking me for, you're asking five other people. Yes. Let's be clear about that. So now you got an yep. abundance. Because you not, everybody don't talk to each other to know that, yeah, you got $10 for me, $10 from her, $10 for them, and $10 for them. You, you paid it out. You didn't pay your phone bill today. And you're going to start again so next week you can buy your sack and you can buy your drink. And you know what I'm saying? Because you already got a little bit left over from paying <laughs> your phone bill. You went and got your little. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's freaking happening. And if it ain't, exactly. it ain't none of your business. You think it is. Yeah. You understand? I'm pretty sure yes. that's happening. Because if this same person asks you for something on a consistent basis, yes. believe they're asking Let me other tell you people. Something. But I they a, ain't asking that person. Let me tell you because something. Because they said, hell no, don't do, don't don't, do it. Yeah. I have a brother, and he know I love him to death. I know he's going to look at this and be like, oh, she's going to talk about me. Yes, I am. <laughs> my brother will ask me, my sister, my mama, my dad, my brother. My brother, too. Let's just keep uncle, it. Call a thing uh, a thing. Number of us, my uncle here, but my nephew, he'll ask, he'll ask seven people. I didn't say 60. I don't know my dad didn't say whatever. And at the end of the night, I guarantee him he had three, four, five hundred dollars in his pocket to do whatever, right? So you so the thing is is that you never really know when people are in struggle. When somebody asks you for something initially and you really got it, give it. You look at their pattern, and that's when you know God is showing you that this is not where I want you to give. 
Sometimes you have to kind of give, you got to spoon fill the giving. You got to see, if I give them something this time, how long is it going to take for them to come back and ask me for something else? Is it really helping the situation? Yeah. Are we really creating oh God, that's a, whole a spirit that this person mm -hmm. is coming to need to start growing, to start actually okay. getting the situation together? If it sounds like a bailout, which we all know what a bailout is, we've already been bailed out, then you can right then, without flinching, say, I do not have it for you, and that answer is no, because I guarantee you, when you get off the phone, they're going to go and ask somebody else. They're going to get some money or something else from somebody else, because you are on this journey of self-loving. You are going to absolutely, you ain't got to ask nobody a whole bunch of questions. What you going to do with it? What you gonna, They're going to tell you already, hey, I need $50 to pay my phone bill. Oh, hey, I need $50 yeah. or $60 to do this. I was always told that, that people have to tell you a story. When right, you and you know what? And I don't That's want, that unhealthy package. I don't want a story. I want a reason why you asking me. My kids right now, we, we have the shortest conversations in probably the parenting hood ever because I don't want to hear all that extra stuff. If you got something you want me to help you sort through and get through verbally, we can have a long, drawn-out conversation. You can complain and all that type of stuff, too, because we're going to get to the end. But if you're calling me asking me for something, I better not be on this phone last, past five minutes. <laughs> Why would you infiltrate on my time? I don't care if I'm not doing anything, picking my nose, letting the bath. I don't care. Why would you take 20 minutes to explain to me why you need my help for the answer to potentially to be no in the first place? The answer ain't going to change because of the circumstance. The I, no. I, I, um, yeah, yeah, it's not. But I also want to touch on this, too, because this is another thing of giving. Um, teaching, teaching a man how to fish or giving him a bunch of fish. I have that issue in my life, too. Um, I have people in my life that will come to me for the exact same thing all the time. Yep. Um, you need ten dollars. You need ten dollars. You need to. Why do you keep me? So, 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 so I tried to go to the route of okay. What do you need? What is the real need? That's that's it. What do you need for you to stop asking me for the ten dollars? We need to stop trying to carry on and be worried about somebody's feelings. I'm a Leo. I don't give a damn about your feelings. I care about. Am My I helping would say you? What's with her mental health? Am I really helping you or am exactly. I not? Am I enabling you? And that's another thing that I have to learn, and me and uh, y'all, we're going to learn together, is that this is my thing. I, I have somebody in my life that stays at ground one, stays at level one. They're at level one. They stick there. That's, they, that's where they are. That's, that's where they live. Level one. <laughs> they don't move. We're at level one. We need $10 today for the set. We need 10 for the bus. We need 10 for the drink. We need 5 for the bus, and that's it. Extraordinary. 
Yeah. As far as finances, like, you know, we ain't talking about the spiritual life. We're just talking about your financial being life. Being able. Mm-hmm. Being able. Yeah. Bom, bom, bom. If you constantly are dealing with somebody who stays on level one, yeah. but you're constantly helping, yeah. that's unhealthy. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. When you get to level two, boo. But this is another thing. Don't help people to level two and then they, I don't even know, should I, should we be cussing? Don't cuss. <laughs> and they, they get to level two, you help them get to level two, and then they fall off and they back to level one. Okay, let me say this, and I knew what she was going to say. I'm not helping you get to any level. <laughs> but the level of getting the hell out of my way, and that's the hell is in the Bible. You're going to get out of my way while you figure out what I figured out at your age. Yeah. What I'm going to do is keep moving, keep growing in my in my journey with God, keep growing growing in my journey with yes, self-love, absolutely. keep growing in my journey of being a person that you can look at and then grow from, and without me speaking to you, I am not trying to help you get to any level. I am tr- I will give you the platform that you need to be able to get to all the levels that you desire to be at in your life. If you want to stay at level one, we're going to have a great time at you on level one. I might even buy you dinner. You might even get a trip. We might go out to dinner. You know, we might go out of the country. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I only deal with my family. So we're just talking about family. So if I got a level one family, oh, yeah, when it's time to get spiffy, and guess, you know, when we do family pictures, there's somebody in the family picture that I'm always buying something for. And that's what I do. When the family pictures come up, he already knows that it's going to happen because I already know that he's not going to do it. I already <laughs> yeah. know I'm going to buy it. Trust but guess what? Who they are. I will not have the family picture without that person. So I already know that's my one time out the year that I'm giving to this person to be it's included in something person. that's going to make him look at these pictures or sure look at these pictures and say, I was included and I was happy. See, sometimes we can always say, oh, you ain't got no job. Oh, you, you ain't going to be in the pictures, diggers. You ain't. No, we're not doing no, that because these that. are my memories. These are the memories of my grandchildren. These are memories of you when you get 60 years old. And when you see them, all you're going to know is, is that mama wouldn't, I wasn't in the pictures because mama wouldn't buy my clothes knowing that I can't afford it or I don't have it. That's the one leveler that don't want to move from the level yes. one. And it's fine because I want them to be happy as hell in, number, in level one. Right? I have somebody in my life that never is in the pictures. It don't matter if it's money or whatever it involves. It's just something that doesn't happen, and I don't feel no remorse about that. And that person could be a level five. But th- but then guess what? That's the this is what you creating because you're not taking you're yeah. not taking your percentage of what it is I'm giving to you as something that matters. You're not flipping it into something that make that that creates a giving and a good spirit. Yeah. Right. So you got to take that person for who they are. Absolutely. And if this person is somebody you give $10 to and all this other type of stuff to, and you don't mind doing that, and your maximum is $100 a year, then do it. Stop acting. You don't have to act like, oh, I have to carve out who, you know, that I'm not going to do nothing for you at all. No, I am going to do something for you because I want you to feel the, and this is what I'm going to get to now, feel the way I feel by giving to you and you receiving. Because they said, giving lowers your blood pressure. Giving lowers your stress level. Giving lessens your anxiety and your depression. Increases self-esteem. Increases self-love and self-acceptance. The only way it gets to be that is if you do or create a form or create a 
a, a, a situation to where you are always getting all of your good feeling chemical hormones released yeah. when you give. That's true. And that's, that's some the, good information. That's the only way that this giving thing is going to work for you. If you know that, if I know that my brother, so my brother got his $120 for 2021, right? <laughs> his birthday's coming up. Mm-hmm. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him $120 because that's all he's getting from me once a year. <laughs> so, and he's thinking, he's talking, he's, he, and, he, and he keeps texting me. Can you give me 50? I never respond. He ain't going to call me, ask me do why. Do y'all respond? I don't respond because I'm not giving you nothing. When your birthday comes, I'm going to give you a gift card or I'm going to give you $120. That's what I've committed to giving to you so that you won't. And he knows that. So that's why he keeps asking me because he's like, my birthday comes, my sister's going to give me such and such. And he ain't going to say nothing. He just knows that it's going to be there. But what it does does is make him realize i got somebody to go to. Sometimes, if he don't come too frequently, I'll say, I ain't got no money, boy, because he's in his 20s, my brother, 20-something. So, you know, and I'm 53. Well, I ain't got no money. Oh, okay, I just wanted to ask. I love you. I love you, too. You look good on that picture. I know I did. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because there's so much of a gap. You know what I'm saying? It's like he he has this, it's, it's a role. He got a whole bunch of older siblings. All of us are older than him, 40s, 30s. All of us are older than him. So I don't have to pacify him because he understands if I don't answer you, I'm not giving you nothing, and it ain't got nothing. He know I got it. He knows I have it, but I'm not giving you nothing. And when I feel like he didn't ask me too many times and need an explanation because he's still human, I'll tell him. I don't have nothing, but I ain't going to stop asking me. Okay, I love you. I just want to see what you do. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. You got to learn how to create a relationship off of you teaching people how to extract what they need, what they what they think they need from you or what they want yeah. from you, right? Because, again, the feel-good hormones that comes from your brain when you give is serotonin, which drives your brain reward chemical. Mm. So when I give him this $120 for his birthday and his little light-skinned little face to heat up, <laughs> and he just hugged on me and be like, I know I'm getting on your nerves, but you know what? My mm. sister always come through. Guess what I just created? I created a, uh, I created a cocoon around what we're doing, and that's giving and accepting yes. this gift with love, self-acceptance, respect. And a boundary. Because don't come yes. and ask me for no more 120s. But, There's but no you, more but he, but, but But he is going to ask me. Because he because he doesn't know. He knows that I'm our family drives off of God's ability to be able to discern the people that's around us. So he knows that even though he's a kid, he's 20-something, he has all these grown people, I can ask as many people as I want to. But, but God is going to put it on either none of their hearts or one of them their hearts to help me yeah. when I really, really need it because they know that I'm not really trying to just rape them for their money. I'm just young, and I have all these older siblings around. So I'm just going to do that. He's so he's spiritually sound enough to know that when I really, really need it, God is going to make one of them give it to me, right? So the boundary is set that I ain't going to give it to you when I don't want it, when, when I don't have it or I don't want to. But he also understands that if there's anything that he needs, his responsibility is to ask. But he does not have the jurisdiction to come back and complain if we don't do it. We don't respond. Do you understand? Months pass by you in the hallway and never mention the money. Because if I didn't respond to the way you asked me, then you're not getting it and I don't have to explain that to you. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm getting there. I'm getting to that point. Right. 
I'm getting to that point where um, I'm drawing lines in the sand. Yeah. Um, I don't respond. No. I, 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 and, and it's crazy that she said that because it's happening in my life. Like, I will not respond. Yeah. Because I know you're not dying. Right. I know you. And if you are, it's not my business. That's up to God. Exactly. And I'm not about to be held emotionally hostage. I love that saying, guys, because people literally, well, I guess if you ain't going to help me, I'm just going to lay it on down. Now, if I go out here, and and I'm from Flint, y'all, people will do this to you all. Now, if I go rob this liquor store, kill everybody. (laughs) I guess I just kill everybody. My cousin used to tell me. (laughs) My cousin used to tell me. Forget my life. I ain't worth it. I guess I'm just going to go and just die. I'd be like, uh, but if you did, I couldn't do nothing about it anyway. You and then, but, but the thing is, is you're not about to die. You ain't going to. You, ain't you are to. trying to hold me emotionally yep. hostage. That's what these kids do when they're like on drugs. I see a lot of, I don't watch a lot of Dr. Phil. Y'all excuse me. But there's a lot of kids <laughs> on drugs. And yeah. they have rich people from the Wahite tribe. Y'all will learn who those people are. They're people that don't look like us. But they have these rich parents. And they're out here on meth. Yeah. Every five minutes, they knock it at their parents. So, mama, my car broke down. I need, no, you might. And they, well, Sarah, um, here's a hundred dollars. Sarah go here, hide in the mug, okay? Yep. Sarah done snuck in the back of the house. Sarah done climbed in the window. Sarah done stole your diamond ring your grandmother's mother gave to you. But Sarah said, Mom, if you don't, if you don't give me the Sarah, Sarah, Sarah is on meth. Sarah is meth Molly at this point. Now she kicking in the front door. Yep. She said, Mama, uh, <laughs> you know I smoke meth. <laughs> you know I smoke meth. You know I smoke meth. We ain't finna even sugarcoat it. Now give me the TV. Yep. Right now. Matter yet, go on in your purse and give me that little three, four hundred dollars. Oh, you're not gonna give it to me? Day. I tear all this shit. I'm finna take. I'm finna take. I'm finna it. go break into the house, break into the, break into the Phillips house down the street. Now let me tell you. And then they gonna know that your daughter then did this. Then broken the house. But let me tell you, that's when you give that way, that's emotional hostage, and you, in your mind, you're creating. You're negatively. Oh, I got that. You are creating negatively the the hormonal. Imbalance that yes. makes you stressed and causes cancer and causes all yeah, of these that's things. when it becomes but, way unhealthy. But the thing is, is that you already know it's unhealthy because of just the storyline that was told. Yeah, and you keep doing it and you create this false sense of all of these chemicals that you're supposed to be getting naturally from giving to the right people and they break you down and you don't understand why that is happening. If giving does not make you, first of all, feel rewarded. Mm-hmm. It creates dopamine, which stabilizes our mood, our feelings of well-being, our happiness, and creates a feeling of euphoria, feel-good brain chemical, um, in, uh, your endorphins, which calms just your um, central nervous system naturally, which creates a pain relieval effect. Uh, ox, ox, is it ox, oxytocin, which is your love hormone. Which centers or or centers your cortisone, which is your stress hormone. Absolutely. Right. So it, it creates a feeling of happiness. It should not cause stress. Social connection. Uh, uh, con- is contagious. So people around you Wants start. To give. Yep, starts to give. Giving is a wonderful thing. Good if health. You think about it. Health. All right. Natural. This this is these are these are the things that come about when you when you are uh, in childbirth. You have this natural feeling of maternal love. This is what you're getting when you give to the right people, right? Yeah. 
It'll, it'll make you feel like you're in a nestling position or a breastfeeding position with that person. So all in all, your soul is connected to the people that you give. Again, you are in control of you understanding control. feeling and understanding that God is preceding you. If you come in contact with a person and say, hey, do you have $10? I want to go this and that. And you got $10 in your pocket. You say, no, I don't have $10. And then they have you pull out, they see you pull out the $10 because you went to Starbucks and they say, I thought you didn't have $10. I didn't have $10 for you because this $10 was already, was already in my, in my pocket head. for my Starbucks. <laughs> because there's no way in the world that you should go over your budget for one person to get anything to, I'm learning that, that they need. I'm learning that. You understand? These are things that and I'm really And you cannot be afraid to show them that, no, I don't have $10 for your Starbucks, but I have $10 for mine, right? And we get mad at, at, at a lot of the godly people, what are we going to say, that be in church a lot and all that because they give you that definitive answer and then just walk off like you're just like, just leave your feelings on the ground because there's no reason to debate. God proceeds them. God proceeds me. So if you're asking me in a moment that is not your time, and you get a snap decision or a snap answer that did not fulfill you, and I walk away, it's not to, you know, to... It's not personal. It's not personal. It's the assignment. I wasn't on your assignment, and it ain't me to do it. So I'm not going to sit here trying to scrounge it through my brain to see if God wants me to do this. No, I live with God preceding me, so when I know you're going to come and ask me for something, you should. Hell, I'm God you do. All right. right. And, 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 and even people that you don't even know. You should, because I know you feel my life. I know you think it's something yeah, over here I that get you need that to get from. You know what I'm saying? I get that a lot. But but please believe me, my no factor is, my no game is strong. I got to get mine a little stronger. But I will remember you in my prayers. I will remember you as I'm going about life. Because maybe what you asked me for right now was something I, that right. God was not ordaining right. for me to do. And, and, and I don't want to mess up what God's plan. No. It might not be your time to have it. No. God gives things and does things in, in, in his time, not yours. Right. So you you really coming through the devil yes. trying to get it out of me. And then if I give it to you, yes. then I'm contributing to the dysfunction. Let me, and let, I'm just, that's I'm right. You can't do that. that. But let me tell you something about giving. When me and her met, like she said, she was where she said she was. And I was growing to be this person that I am. I came into her life and she always used to ask, do I deserve this? I have no clue half of the time what she was talking about. I just know God told me to stand next to her. And she did. And don't move. And when he said move, we both moved. And all she kept saying was, do I deserve this? Is this where I'm supposed to be? Yeah. Is this where, why are you always coming with the blanket? What do you want in my life? Why is she here? Yeah. Like, you know, she went through all of that. I had no clue. We was drinking like a fish. <laughs> Hello. Yes, we were. Smoking a lot of gin. <laughs> like a chimney. Do you understand? <laughs> Sticking together like yeah. flies we on. We was holding on. We didn't, Do you understand? We was holding on. And we never knew why we were in each other's lives. We just, all I know, all I ever know, anybody that, that know, know me could tell you, I just do what God say. It and she never, did. It don't. She literally, it literally looked just like because it was so out of her way and out of, like, I, it's hard to explain. It was, it, you know how sometimes God will, God will take everything from you so you have to get on your knees. Like, you have no other choice but to call on him. Have anybody yeah. been in that situation? Yeah. And then God show up. Yeah. He moves everything out the way. So when he show up, you know it's him. Yeah. Because there was no way. There was no way. But it was a way. 
God made a way. It's only, and that's what it literally looked like to me. And I think that's why I was so flabbergasted. But she was really there for me, and I just couldn't understand it. I was just like, she just, she get up extra early and go all out her way. And <laughs> Lord, is it? Is I being punked? Is Ashton cushioning her about the? Lord, is this of God? Because or is this the devil? Like, what's happening here? Because I just wasn't used to that. Yeah. And I and I was in my self love journey. I didn't know if I was even worthy of that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, guys, I, I've been taking care of myself and grinding so long. When I had to lean on someone else, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. Um, and she just made it so pleasant and so seamless. It, it was nothing but God. It was nothing but God moving through her and using her. And I just, it was a really, what do you want to say? Like a stamped moment in time. Mm-hmm. It just really, from yeah. there, it just, it was, it just, it gave me clarity on a lot of things. On, on what on my self worth and self love and what I was and what I was worthy of mm-hmm. and, and 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 it just it made me get on my knees and thank God that He sent someone to me because I know that's what it was I know that's what it is baby okay mm-hmm. I want people other people to recognize it but I was I'm fortunate enough to recognize it and boom here we are matters at a heart and baby see, and see that's what I'm saying because we never really knew what it was about but God just gave me. Because she would say, and then here she comes with the blanket. He gave it to me. Yeah, she had a blanket, literally. And I mean, <laughs> it was just something I was very serious about. And she was very perplexed about it. And we used to do, like, the dumbest stuff. Get up early, go mountain walking. We didn't had no clue why. By noon, we was drinking apple uh, but, crown royal. Yeah, but guess, <laughs> but guess what? God said, stay here. Yep. And, and do something. I don't care what it is, but it yep. better be wholesome, and yep. it better be what y'all yep. do. We stayed in that mountain for a good year. We stayed in the mountain for a good year. And just talked and just talked and just talked and just walked and just talked yep. and talked. We, we got stayed. lost in the mountain. We almost got died lost. in the mountain. We got lost in a bottle. 